I was just um, getting ready to head out for um, on a walk. You know, these past um, couple of days, I've been um, it's been really, really brutally hot outside, and um, I've kind of slacked up a little bit on my normal, you know, walking routine. Um, I usually try to go for a walk um, at least at a bare minimum two times a week. Um, but on good weeks, I get to get out um, about four times a week. But <clears throat> uh, my schedule has kind of changed up a little bit. And, you know, this these past, I guess, two weeks or so, um, just really slacked up. But, um, you know, since I've been, like, you know, on the healing recovery over the past, um, you know, however long, I've learned to not be so hard on myself, especially when it comes to you know, you know, things like working out or, you know, when things come up in my life as well. And this is kind of a, a good segue into what I wanted to talk about for this podcast episode. And it ties into the previous two um, episodes about understanding sexual abuse and this, the three stages that survivors go through. Um, on the previous two episodes, I talked about Um, stage number one, which is the crisis stage, and um, stage number two, which is the middle stage. And on this podcast, I want to talk about the resolution stage, because in the middle stage, we is, is the hardest and the longest stage to go through because of all of the the deep emotional work um, that's required, um, especially for the survivor, um, and if you are um, listening to this, if you are a survivor, um, and this, uh, you know, affects your loved ones and your friends, family, etc., um, and there's a lot that you learn about yourself as well from going through um, the middle stage. But on the resolution stage, uh, as far as a, a deep emotional perspective, you know, all of those things um, should be behind you at this point but you know as far as life you never know what you know life has gone to throw your way so there could be moments where something comes up that kind of you know throws you off balance for example but you should have the tools you know in place so that it you know when when life happens and something comes up or you treat you you know, something comes up that triggers you, for example, you have the tools in place to not have those triggers completely, you know, throw your life, you know, sideways, um, if you will, because those things are going to come up. Um, I don't think there's a way to avoid it, but the key is how you, you know, how to, how you tackle it and how, how to keep yourself in the present moment, you know, when those, triggers do come up in the future. So that's what um, the resolution stage is all about. Um, It's about having the tools in place and being confident in the tools that you have in place. And, you know, when, when triggers and when things come up, you'll be aware of them, you know, much more sooner than before. And you'll be able to overcome those things much quicker as well. And one other thing I want to point out is that you know, when something does come up in the future is that you're more comfortable 
with talking about it as well. You know, whether you are um, in a relationship or whether you want to open up to a friend or family members or even just in a community, you'll, you're more comfortable with not holding it to yourself and suffering, you know, with yourself, but you're able to get it out there and you're, you're more comfortable talking with people as well so that, um, you know, those two tools are ways to help you overcome, you know, life. I have a um, five five bullet point checklist that I think uh, that you all will find very helpful for the resolution stage. Um, I'll have a link below um, in the description where you can actually go out and, and read this as well. But there are five bullet points that I have here. And this is kind of a checkpoint um, to further let you know that you, you know, have reached the resolution stage. And bullet point number one is I have developed a strong or stronger communication skills and self-confidence. Bullet point number two is um, I have let go of shame, guilt, and any beliefs that the abuse was my fault. Bullet point number three is I have learned to trust again. I have learned to set boundaries and how to enjoy healthy relationships. Bullet point number four is I have reconnected with my genuine self and have left the pain of the past behind. And checklist number five is I have released my anger, my loneliness, and most importantly, something that we as survivors have all felt at some point. Um, I have let go of my fear of abandonment. And I wanted to add on those bullet points because I think it's important by, you know, identifying which stage of which stage of recovery you are currently in, that you will be better able to focus your recovery work and also to seek out the types of support that will, you know, help you best. And this will further help you to not become, you know, if you are or have felt disheartened or confused about, you know, healing and recovery you can then be able to, to pinpoint where you are to get the support you need when you need it. That's it for this mighty episode of Relationships After. Check out the website at www.mightyowl.com. That's O-W-W-L.com. To join in on the discussions for the mighty nugget provided in this episode, or feel free to drop me a line if you have a specific topic you would like to hear on a future episode of Relationships After. And remember, you can have mighty filled relationships after surviving sexual abuse. <laughs>